Welcome to the St George's Leeds Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy the talk. Evening. Uh, yeah, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Peter. I've been coming to St George's for just over a year now. Um, I moved up here from just outside Oxford, where I'd grown up, to start a new job working up at the airport. Oh, I don't know if it's that way or that way. Anyway, up at the airport. Um, uh, so the work I do there is 12-hour shifts, and because of the way the shifts work, I tend to work with the same three or four other people every time I'm there. So we spend a lot of time together. It means that our conversations are wide-ranging and varied, but we get to know each other really very well in that time. And for those of you here who know me reasonably well, you'll know that I do some slightly bizarre things. I have a lot of strange habits that I'm not going to bore you with now, but if you're really interested in why I always have boiled eggs for breakfast on a Wednesday or count out exactly 12 grapes with my packed lunch, come and find me afterwards and I'll tell you the full story. Um, But anyway, that's enough about those things. The point that I want to reflect on is this. So... We were having one of these discussions at work one day in a quiet period where I admitted something strange that I do. I don't remember what it was, but to be fair, it probably was quite weird. Um, and everyone was ribbing me for it, taking the mickey, saying, you know, you know, why do you do that? What on earth is that about? But then one of my colleagues said something that really struck me. He said, you know, you're brave for admitting some of these things. Why would you say that? Why would you admit to that when you know that everyone's just going to take the mickey? for what you do. And I was a bit taken aback by that because I never really thought about why I wouldn't do that, why I wouldn't just be honest about, you know, what I get up to, however strange it is. But that comment really made me think. And I eventually came to the conclusion that I never really thought about it because ultimately I'm not bothered about what they think about what I do, you know, I'm not worried if they think that I'm the weirdest person they've ever met in the world, if I do the strangest things of anyone they've ever heard of, because I know that my worth and my identity is not built up in what they think of me, but in what God thinks. The passage I want to reflect on is from the start of Isaiah 43, and it says, but now this is what the Lord says, he who created you, Jacob, He who formed you, Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. I'm not fussed by people at work's opinions of me because ultimately I know that I don't live for them. I know that I live for God. I know that God has summoned me by name and that I am his. And ultimately, even though I know that people at work are just, you know, lightly teasing me for my weird habits and it doesn't actually change the way that they think about me, even if it did, whatever they think doesn't affect my worth and my value, which is in the fact that God has chosen me and loves me. But I continued to think about that whole discussion, and I realized that it had never been a conscious decision that I'd made to go in there, to deliberately be open with them, to not be concerned about what they thought. It was just something that I kind of did. And I thought, why? Why is that? How did I 
end up like that. And the more I thought about it, I realized that I couldn't really pinpoint it to one specific thing. There wasn't one big miraculous moment in my life where I realized that I'd been living for other people's validation of me and that that was wrong and that I decided to focus solely on what God thinks. It was much more of a cumulative effect from various small things in my life. I was brought up in a Christian household. My parents would pray with me every night before bed. We would go to church every week. I was involved in a regular youth group. You know, all those things. I was just generally ingrained in a church setting one way or another. And now while I couldn't necessarily tell you any one specific prayer that was said or any services that I went to and heard an amazing sermon about or any youth group sessions that really got me thinking about how I should live. The effect of all of those things was to build up strong foundations in me of a knowledge that God loves me, that he cares about me and that he chose me to be his own. And I know that sounds a lot like a fairy tale story but it hasn't always been easy. There have been obstacles, times I've become disengaged with church, when it's felt like much more of a chore, a chore than a joy. And I also want to note that it isn't a quick process. You know, I'm a very impatient person. I like things to just happen straight away when I want them to. But it's not like that. You know, for these things, it's been 24 years of tiny regular habits that have built up in me to get me to where I am. And that's absolutely not where I want it to be, you know. There's still a lot of work to be done. I'm absolutely not perfect. And there are still times that I get it wrong and that I struggle, lots of times. But I think there's probably an encouragement in that tonight. If you feel like you're not making progress with these things, for a long time, and in fact probably until that conversation, I would have said the same thing. But these tiny little habits, even if it's, you know, one prayer a day, I wish I was a prayer that prayed five times a day that did all these amazing things. But the tiny little habits build up over time and make a difference. And I think there'll be people here tonight who are longing to hear what God says about them. And I just want to finish by coming back to that passage from Isaiah, that reminder that God has called you by name, that you are his own, you belong to him, are known by him, that he loves you and gave his son to die for you. Thank you for listening to the St George's Lead Sermon Podcast. For more talks or information, visit stgs.org.uk.